Hi there. Welcome to episode 118 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Tetris is one of the biggest names in gaming, and it changed the world with its simple yet addictive gameplay. There have been various sequels and spin-offs over the years, but while the first official numbered sequel may not have left the same impression as the original, it certainly had some memorable music. Line up those colors, because tonight we listen to the music of Tetris 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I'm very excited to, to do this episode. I'm very excited to not be very excited, if that makes any sense to you. Um, no, but I'll just smile and nod. <laughs> This is a uh, uh, similar to last week with um, uh, uh, Pilot Wings last week, last episode. <laughs> <laughs> last week, last episode. Time has no meaning. Uh, Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, this, is a, this is another relatively chill episode, and I'm pretty excited to be, uh, to be chilled by it. <laughs> man, oh man, do you make this show fun. <laughs> I gotta make something fun. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Anything new and exciting going on in your world before we get to Tetris 2? Um, no. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> kind of right there with you. I'm sorry we're so exciting, guys. Yeah. Um, with yeah. the, I mean, I, I BS with Dan so much on SAG. Mm-hmm. If, like, the six listeners to this show are also listeners, <laughs> I don't want to repeat myself too much, so... That's fair. So anyway, fair. Uh, let's uh, let's just get to work, it, huh? Let's get right to yeah. some Tetris 2, Matt. Brass tacks. Hit us with some history. Tetris 2 was released for the Famicom and the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1993. It was released the following year for Game Boy as a direct port and for the Super Nintendo with a completely different visual style and all new music. Following up on the success of the original Tetris for NES and Nintendo's own puzzle game Dr. Mario... Tetris 2 combines the two by having the player drop multicolored tetraminos into a well in order to destroy existing blocks of the same colors. Line up three or more blocks of the same color and the pieces explode, similar to the pills and viruses in Dr. Mario. The blocks themselves appear in the same shapes as the original Tetris game, in addition to all new shapes to keep it interesting. Tetris 2 didn't have anywhere near the same impact as the original Tetris or even Dr. Mario, but it still has its fans. However, no version of the game has been re-released in any capacity since its original launch. The NES version's music is credited to Miyuki Uemura and Mitsuhiko Takano. Uemura doesn't seem to have much of a career in video game music outside of this game, uh, a couple of Japan-exclusive titles I've never heard of, and the Bizarre Light Gun, the bizarre light gun first-person shooter Mario game Yoshi Safari. Takano, on the other hand, actually spent some time with companies like Capcom and Tose, working on games like Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, Resident Evil 5, and Marvel vs. Capcom. He even worked on the Super NES version of Tetris 2 which is wonderful, and I fully intend to do an episode on that in the future. We're starting here on NES. Uh, Matt, do you have any personal history with this game? Tetris 2? No. I... I... Did, I'm gonna say something, and I might get a lot of flack for it, but I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't even like Dr. Mario, so I can't imagine that I would have enjoyed... I love Tetris. I love the Tetris series and, and its many iterations, um, but I... I can't imagine enjoying a Dr. Mario Tetris mashup. Yeah, this is a this is a weird game. I, I, I love this one. It's you know, I was a huge hugely excited for it when it first came out because it's like, oh my god, it's Tetris 2 and it looks like Dr. Mario. I love Dr. Mario. I love Tetris. This will be a great combination. <laughs> um And yeah, the commercial was really cool with the parrot saying like, Right, Tetris 2 and Tetris 2 That made me happy. Uh, so I was all excited for this game, right? I love puzzle games, and uh, I got talking it. Talking animals. I dug the music. Yeah, talking animals, obviously. Uh, I dug the music. I dug the the gameplay. But it is it is a really different. It's the same basic premise, right? It's all about mm-hmm. you know you get the the colors and line them up and and blow up the blocks or whatever. But it's also Tetris blocks were so very not designed to work the same way as. Um, like for for color matching because they're all those are those are all about fitting them into 
into each other, right? Whereas this one's right. It was yeah. It was more about the shape, yeah. and not the color. This is more about that you have to use these weird shapes. So you're instead of like a game like Doctor Mario, where you can keep it relatively consistently clean because it's always just those two colors back and forth. This game is super messy, um, but it, it adds this really weird layer of uh, of strategy to it. Like I was just playing it earlier today. Uh, for the first time in a while, the NES version for the first time in a while, because I, I I love the NES game. That was the one that I played. It was it was the one that came out first, but eventually I got the Super Nintendo version, which I I love even more. It's got really cool puzzle mode in it. It's got I love the graphics, love the sound. It's, the Super Nintendo version's amazing, but I, I also think that's part of why the NES version gets overlooked a lot because the Super Nintendo version while also not even remotely as popular as pretty much every version of Tetris out there, did everything so much better. Um, but you just wind up with a lot of junk laying around, right? So it's all about trying to create all of these... Because it's not four in a row, it's only three in a row, it's easier to destroy the blocks than it is in Dr. Mario. And so you wind up creating all these unintentional chain reactions that are really fun to look at. And... Um, the screen is kind con- like y- your playfield is in such constant flux because of it. It's um, it just becomes more of a managing what's left kind of a situation. But it also has this neat little trick where at the very bottom of it there are three three blocks, one of each color, that are flashing. And if you can destroy the flashing blocks, they will destroy every block of that color on the stage. So you don't actually have to go through and clear the entire stage bit by bit if you're playing in the regular one-player mode. You just have to clear yourself a path to get to those flashing blocks, and if you can get those done, then you can trash the entire levels. It's really cool. Hmm. It also has this uh, the versus computer mode, which does something really weird, where you know if you do any like two-player Tetris or Dr. Mario or whatever, it shows you what your next block is. Yeah. That's a shared point in this one. So whoever places their block is the one who gets the next block. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can be up there prepared, like, okay, I've made a chain reaction. Oh, that next block is perfect for it. But if the other player puts their piece down first, they get that one and you have to take the next one. It's wild. Which throws everything out of whack. It does. Yeah. It, it really it really screws with your planning. and You got to think on your feet an awful lot. It's a you know it's it's not the best puzzle game in the world, but it's it's super memorable, and I, I've I've always been a fan. I much like Doctor Mario on Game Boy, Tetris Two on Game Boy. I just think doesn't work as well because it's black and white, and this game's all about color matching. And I'm just I'm just not great at matching those shades of gray. But the music's pretty cool in the Game Boy version. It's all the same music, but you know Game Boy sound chip instead of NES. But I do think the NES one has uh, an overall better sound to it and, and really quite memorable stuff. So um, I'm going to kind of throw a last-minute audible here and mess with the soundtrack, because uh, the, the track listing here, because we run into this, I think, a lot on this show with, uh, with certain games where the, uh, the quality of the music drops as the episode goes on. Like, we get the really great stuff out of the way first, and then, like, by the end of the episode, like, yeah... That was okay. <laughs> and uh, so my favorite track is really early on. So I'm just going to yank that one and plop it at the end. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to keep things you know, keep you, things interesting. So you to boss, m- boss. music A is now going to be the last track we listen to today. But everything else, we're just going to keep on rolling in order. So let's get started with the title screen music. Um, it's a relatively short song. But it's a real catchy one and does a good job of kind of setting the mood for the feel of the game. So let's give it a listen. Here is title screen from Tetris 2 for NES.
title screen. <laughs> nice, catchy little tune. Got that that cadence right there. That that tempo, that feeling. That's the kind of uh, that's really the sound that's going to permeate this this soundtrack. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, it was giving me serious like, uh, well, I was seeing different games in my head. Like I was seeing things like, uh, uh, Bubble Bobble and like, uh, Bomberman for some weird reason. Like these like weird cutesy games. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess I guess because like the overall timbre of the whole track. But um, there came a point when I stopped thinking about that and I realized like, oh, you know, this is kind of like um, and now of course I will never remember the name of the uh, you know, the fem- most famous Tetris. Uh, theme song but um it had a a vibe to it that was um russian in nature and i only say that because of like because <laughs> ironically i've been i watched like two or three things that had to do with russia <laughs> uh like movies and stuff it was very strange but you know when you think of like russian or or russians appearing in films they have that very militaristic uh sweeping triumphant music and there's uh, some of that in here towards the end of that piece Mm -hmm. i don't know if any of that makes any sense i might just be completely babbling i don't know no and it's weird i've never actually thought about uh, that sort of russian connection i just never even pieced it together that it would have any sort of similarities to the uh, original tetris soundtrack most i don't visually so visually it's very very different so um, yeah uh, but yeah no i'm not uh, yeah, I'm not trying to say that like it's um, thematically, you know, that that old Tetris piece and stuff. But there's like um, there's a common theme. There's like a, a a thread or two that runs that makes me think like, oh, okay, sequel. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see that. You know, strip away gameplay. Yeah, for a moment. So- sonically, so. it does it does bear some resemblance, and uh, that's kind of cool. I'd never really thought of that before. You're welcome. (laughs) And I'm done for the night. You guys have a great one. It's been great. Let's just put our feet up and go from here. Uh, All right. So like I said, I'm going to skip music A for the time being because it's my favorite track. I don't want to, I don't want to hype it up too much. It's not like this is the single greatest piece of music ever, but it's just, it's, (laughs) it's the one that I like the most. I just think it's a really fun track and things are going to get a bit slower towards the end. And I think that'll be a much more energetic way of ending things. But either way. Uh, the rest of these songs are also very good. So uh, we're going to skip straight to music B here. Uh, just like in most Tetris games, you have an option of just like, pick uh, what music you want to listen to. And music B is a pretty solid choice. So let's give it a listen. Here is music B.
is Music B in, I believe, five-eighths time, which is not something common for an NES game. Uh, I've always found that to be a pretty interesting track. Uh, and th- this, is, uh, this isn't a soundtrack outside of the title screen music and Music A that I, I've ever spent much time listening to outside of the game. And inside the game, I don't usually choose other music besides uh, Music A. So it's it's fun listening to this stuff separated from the game more or less for the first time and kind of really appreciating the songwriting of it and i think it's a really neat song um i i will absolutely agree with you uh the only thing i can continuously think well i mean apart from like this is really good was uh was that like there's something uh intrinsically tetris about it and i think again it kind of goes back to what i was saying about the, the the title theme um, there's something in there that makes me think like this sounds like it could come from a Tetris game, but it, at the same time, it also sounds like it could come from a bubble bobble or a joust or, you know, something kind of rudimentary game wise. Mm-hmm. Not that the track itself is, I don't just, maybe that's, maybe that's what my mind's eye sees when I hear a song, like a, a video game song that I, I am not familiar with. And then I'm like, this has got to come from a game I don't know. Bomberman. That's it. It comes from Bomberman because I've like, never played Bomberman. You know, it's something weird like that. You know, something that everybody's played. But, um, but yes, you're right. Five eighths time is a very strange uh, time signature for a video game track. But then again, you know, look at what game we're talking about. We're talking about Tetris. There's it's, classical it's pieces. innately passive music and inextricably tied to classical music. So correct. Yeah. So it kind of is like par for the course almost mm-hmm. like we'll sit here and go like hmm, that's weird for video game music but then again you look at the other stuff we you know review and it's like no there's no five eighths times in there but you talk about a game like tetris and it's like yeah of course there's five eighths time there's gonna be a walt somewhere in there too so just <laughs> you know buckle up for a foxtrot or something next <laughs> yeah you never know what's gonna come next i will also say that just to kind of give you a, a an idea of what this game is visually it's very um it's very orange and brown. Uh, yeah. The I don't know if you've seen screenshots or anything of it. But I, I looked up a few screenshots while we were chit chatting. Yeah, it's, it's it's got a very like I don't know like Mayan kind of a look to it. You know, like like Mayan temples or uh, like the they're not crop circles. What are those like big drawings like of the bird and oh, stuff? The yeah, the on the um on like the side of mountains and stuff. I forget what they're specifically called, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. They're like they're like miles wide yeah yeah those things so anyway let's uh let's keep going here <laughs> let's let's listen to music c it's music c <laughs> it's the see? third type of music uh so here it is enjoy
like you can predict the future. There's your waltz. I told you. Three, four, I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. It's so spacey. I like how that one's like yes. dreamy and spacey. Yeah, very uh, otherworldly. Um, certainly not something I would think I'd hear in a um, in a Tetris game, but I mean, truthfully, once you got away from basically Tetris 1, it was kind of the Wild West, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you at- think about Tetris soundtracks or everything from crazy dance renditions of NES music to mm-hmm. whatever insane over-the-top awesome music was in the new Tetris to mm-hmm. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's all over the place stuff that in, fell in, off in, the in back a great of a way. truck yeah absolutely no absolutely it's like Tetris is probably one of the most well-known like you know puzzle mm-hmm. games probably to date and like it the soundtracks to them are just as varied as probably the players it's like it's just crazy like what you know yeah again you you pop on like i used to love um tetris sphere i thought that game was amazing and some of the music in that was very like huh oh okay sure but you know it's it's like as innovative as the idea of taking tetris and doing something different with it some of those games got really you know inventive but um yeah tetris 2 we're not talking about tetris sphere though (laughs) Um, to answer your question before, they're the Nazca lines in Peru. Ah, that's it. There you go. N-A-Z-C-A for anyone who's interested. Um, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, the, again, back to that track. That was, that was very interesting. It's simple yet complex, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like a lot of kind of classical tunes can be like that and and especially video game renditions of classical tunes are certainly kind of in that um in those boundaries it's a good piece though i really liked it yeah i uh i very much enjoyed it i felt like it could have been in something like um like maniac mansion yeah it does seem it's weird thinking about not that this game is extraordinarily active, but your mind has to be really active for it. Yeah. And yeah. this is a different kind of relaxed than the kind of like relaxed music in um the uh, you know like the original Tetris, you know what I mean? It's a I don't know. It's it's a weird track, but it does kind of work. It's not one that I ever choose intentionally, but it's it's it is an it's an it's a neat song. I dig it. So do you do you mean that you you uh you choose it by accident? I will sometimes sit on the menu and listen to it and think about it for a bit. Be like, is this what I want to do? Nope. Music <laughs> A. <laughs> is this, is this where my, what my life has come to? <laughs> Am I going to change things? <laughs> it's like I go to my favorite burrito place and it's like, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that I could get, uh-huh. but I mean, I'm going to get my burrito. <laughs> I'm here for the burrito. This is what That's I'm here for. for. For what it's worth... As much as, and, and this is a, a wee off topic, I love Tetris 1. I'm a huge, huge fan. And I realized uh, not too long ago when I went back to play it that I instinctually pick Music C. Because of the three tracks, Music C from the original was my favorite. The Game Boy one or the NES one? Because they were different. Um, The Game Boy one. Spent a lot of time playing that one. Music C. I'm trying to remember which one it'd be. I can't. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Oh, either, the but one I that remember. sounds kind of like a harpsichord song. Yep. Yeah, love that song. Yep, that's, that's the a, one. That's a good song. Which is weird because you know, like most people would just barrel through the menus just to get to the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there you have it. I don't know. I, I, there's, I, I love Tetris music in general. I have a whole playlist on my uh, phone that's just all mashed up different Tetris musics from you know stuff like Tetris Blast and. Uh, uh, Tetris Attack on Super Nintendo. Like, I just love puzzle game music, and Tetris has mm-hmm. such a neat history of music. Um, Here's a real random one. Um, uh, Tetris Effect. Do you know that one? I do. We um, I, It wound up not getting any considerations in uh, the Waveback Awards the years that it came out, because remember, I couldn't find the music. Uh, That's there was right. like That's right. yeah, a, a couple of songs available, but most of it just wasn't available online. I couldn't find any full version about of it. That. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really, I would really like to play that game. I would love to have my first experience of it be in VR 
but that just doesn't seem to be an option. So uh, I don't like VR, but this is one of those things that I, I've heard is just one of those somewhat transcendent VR experiences. It's one of the few situations where I think, yeah, I could do that. Um, mm -hmm. But I may just break down one of these days and buy it on my PS4 and just play it that way. But the thing is, is that I have... It, I have so many good versions of Tetris to play right now. Like, I spent this weekend sure. playing Tetris 99 because they had that Mario All-Stars-themed tournament going on. And so I had, I had a ball doing that. Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is coming out, which, I mean, I, I'm not going to buy it because I have Puyo Puyo Tetris 1, and the stuff they're adding for the sequel doesn't seem to be all that interesting to me, but it's a phenomenal version of Tetris, and, you know, Tetris DS exists, which is just amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try it one of these days. I really will. It's just a matter of getting myself in the right headspace. Yeah, the only reason I asked is because I just recently saw it was on uh, Game Pass for Xbox, and I was like, oh, it's Tetris. I should just download it. But then I have a nasty habit, and I do this with a bunch of other things, too. I'm like, oh, it's free. I'll just download it. Never get to it. Hmm. Never get to it. So That is exactly what would happen to me if I had Game Pass or that whatever yep. PlayStation Network's version of well, that is. I mean, the upside is the games do disappear. Like, you... You can get them for like six months, eight months, and if you don't play them in those six or eight months, well, you're never gonna freaking play them. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how I look at it. I'm like, well, I didn't play it. That's on me. All right, well, <laughs> here we go. So, all right, well, let's bring it back into Tetris yeah, Two, yeah, and uh, now we're gonna listen to the three different versions of the versus music. So, let's start with versus music A. I really enjoy this tune. Enjoy. Thank you. 
So what I like a lot about this song is that it's it seems like it's you've got it all figured out, and then it doesn't go through a huge changeover, but the part where the, the bass line climbs up, I think just adds this really nice and very welcome extra layer to kind of make it less... Uh, I don't think dull is the word, but I feel like if it didn't have that little part, that extra part added to it, this would get really old really quick. But mm-hmm. that part is just so pretty, and um, and the, the even the part that immediately follows it just kind of wraps the whole thing together. So when you're playing the, the versus matches that tend to go on for quite a while because you can't do that whole blow up the flash block to get rid of all the colors trick in versus modes, so you can go back and forth for a while in these matches. Um, this is usually the song that I wind up going with on the on the versus modes, by the way, and so I've listened to it quite a lot. And having that little bit to continue to look forward to uh, kind of keeps you going. I, I really dig this one. Um, gonna agree with you, actually. Uh, I, I pretty much everything you said is is kind of how I feel too. You're right. Like if that little baseline um, portion wasn't there, it gets old quick. Um, you know, but that's again, as I always say, it's not to say that like anything negative about the track track itself is great you know again great composition um great uh you know samples being used and stuff like that but you know the song loops and if it's gonna loop like that quickly then it's gonna get old that quickly um you put in you put in that bass uh piece and like it suddenly kind of breathes a bit of new life into something that was potentially going stagnant um yeah, it's 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 just a great piece, and and you're you're if if what you're saying is accurate about hey these versus battles can go on for a while, you know, um, it can get pretty grating pretty quick, you know if you're paying attention to the music. If you're like me and you're just like I want to destroy my opponent, like nothing else exists <laughs> destroying your opponent. But uh, but yeah, you want something, you want something that's like there but not ever present. You know, you want music that's going to be in the background and it's going to stay in the background, but at the same time, you want good music, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to add other than that makes me smile, so let's keep going. Uh, The next one is Versus Music B, and it's another good song. They're all good ones, Pinky. Uh, So here's (laughs) Music B. Versus Music B. Enjoy. that i have anything to say about that one it's a it's all right it's there it is a song it's not offensive to me in any way shape or form (laughs) but it's it's not one i've ever chosen when playing this game yeah never once 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like if you can preview them, I would have listened to it and been like, hmm. I'll find something else. Um But yeah, just like you said, it's not offensive. It's it's a good piece of music. It's there's just, you know, not much to say. This one really feels to me like it belongs in like a game like Bubble Bobble or you know, something of that nature. Look, there's only one song that belongs in Bubble Bobble, and that's the one song in Bubble Bobble. <laughs> <laughs> it's the actual Bubble Bobble, yeah. It's the only song in the game. No, I, <laughs> I was playing that yesterday, actually, because uh, uh, my son takes forever to eat his dinner, and so Karen, my wife, uh, grabbed the Switch and did her Animal Crossing check-in in the dining room just to like, kind of mm-hmm. keep him company, and he was watching her play, and I was like, well... Uh, I guess I'll just turn on my NES Mini and uh, pick a game. And it was me and my daughter. And I was like, I bet she'll think Bubble Bobble is cute. So I turned on Bubble Bobble and did like the first, I don't know, 30 levels or something like that. And it's <laughs> just that song. <laughs> it's just one of the most perfect pieces of music. It just keeps going. Uh, it's one of, I think there's what, three songs in that game? Jesus. There's the little bonus screen music. I mean, there's a couple of jingles, but there's the the, the main tune. There's no title screen music. Uh, there's the little bonus screen music when you get the little bottle of whatever and you have to collect the, or if you get invincibility. And then there's mm-hmm. the last boss music. Oh, and the ending music. So, yeah, that's it. Not going to be a full Bubble Bobble episode. <laughs> nah. I, I could probably just mix together a bunch of different versions. That'd be fun. But anyway, Tetris right. 2, uh, there's a third versus song. So let's listen to it. Because uh, <laughs> neither of us have anything else to say about Music B. So here is versus Music C. Enjoy. First, that's more like it over versus uh, Music B. But what's interesting about this one is that it doesn't... I feel the same about this as I do about most of Music A, except this doesn't have that extra bit, which is the reason I usually didn't go with this song, because I, I used to play against my uh, uh, my neighbor in this game, and the matches would take a decent amount of time, and this song just gets super repetitive. I mean, I'm looking at the, the track time here, is a minute 19 on this one, and it's 3.39 on Versus Music A, because it has that whole extra chunk of the song that gives you something more to listen to. And while this is really this is really enjoyable in the minute and 19 seconds we just listened to for it, I really enjoyed it. But as something that works as part of the game, without that extra bit, without some other way of keeping the music interesting for a longer period of time, it really loses a lot. And... Uh, so for as good as I think this loop is, it, it does ultimately fail at being a, a good piece of music that you can listen to for more than a very short burst. Um, yeah, it, yeah, I'm thankful we only listened to about a minute of it. I couldn't imagine uh, playing a versus match against someone that lasted, you know, a couple minutes more or however these however long these versus matches lasted. Um, I think just... I'd want the music to stop. I'd throw the game just to be like, can we just select different music, please? Um, yeah, for versus music A is like your only viable option, unless you're yeah. playing against some, unless you're playing on extremely low levels where the the matches do go by quickly, uh, or you're playing against somebody who's just genuinely awful. But uh, 
And when I say they go on for a long time, I mean, like, you could you could be playing this for up to, like, ten minutes around before it, you know, stops, plays the jingle, and then the music starts up again. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, a, that's a pretty long time to listen to this song. Um, now, granted, you are concentrating on the game, so it's not like what we're doing now or we're just concentrating on the music, but I do think that extra bit's important, and I wish that there was something else added to it, because then this this would be, I think, just as good as as music A as, as far as being a viable option for versus music. But as it stands, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad tune. Yeah, no, and I was gonna probably say the same thing, which is to say, like, you know, again, it's you know, it could be a grading loop, but that loop itself is really good. It it just required a little bit more maybe to, yeah. from my personal taste, and I think you'll agree too. It's just needed a little bit more to not get um old quick. Hundred percent. So, uh, what's neat about this game, and, and I do mean neat, is that it's got these weird cinema sequences. Um, every, I think, ten rounds when you're playing through the single-player mode, it stops and it gives you this, like, extremely, uh, I don't know, it's like about a meteor landing on a planet, and then some, like, dude comes out, picks it up, and carries it away. <laughs> they're They're pretty neat. <laughs> They're uh, they're really out there, uh, and I really don't know what word describes them. But um, so there's two different songs that play during these cinematics, uh, and this is the first one. It is a uh, they're they're pretty spacey and and not in a bad way. So here is Cinema One. Enjoy. looking i like that i like that tune and you know what's weird about that is that that has that extra bit to it that versus music c is missing uh which is weird but so i'm looking at the cinematics right now on youtube and i I don't i really don't know what to make of these things they always they they always kind of weirded me out when i was when i was younger playing this because they're really weird and very slow and almost nothing happens in them it's like a meteor crashes onto a planet. Then a dude picks it up, starts walking with it for like a whole day. And then at night, the meteor just flies out of his hand, and disappears, and he waves goodbye. And then <laughs> the next cinematic is the meteor floating up into space, and it turns into a Tetris block. It turns into a Tetramino. And then the next cinematic is uh, a bunch of, like a bunch more meteors falling down to the planet and a dinosaur finds one and then a dinosaur rolls it around for a day and then it floats up into space and becomes a tetramino the end okay all of them strung together is about six minutes long it's weird man <laughs> so this is some weird stuff you know this is almost like in pilot wings with the, the piloting uh, you know the helicopter piloting sequence 
<laughs> like, like, where'd this just come from? It's so weird. I, it's, and they're like, I can't say that they're, a, I don't think unsettling is the word I'm looking for, but there is something like, be, off-putting? I, it's, 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 yeah, slightly off-putting, but not really in a bad way. Like, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, it, it's this comforting yet somewhat uneasy kind of feeling that the, the these elicit a very strange feeling for me because of the combination of the music and the, the the fact that so little is actually happening but just the movement is so slow there's it's weird it's the it's a i really just don't know how else to, to explain it except for it's weird so <laughs> but the music itself it. it's again it's not really there's not a lot to it it just kind of does its thing and is just, it's the perfect background music for these perfectly weird little cinema scenes. I just don't know what else to say. Um, maybe we could just move on to the next one. Let's do it. Here's Cinema Music 2, the other song that plays during these weird little scenes. Enjoy. upbeat than the other one a little bit less um eerie sounding but uh still no less cool and calming and a very enjoyable tune i like it yeah i think i like this one a little bit better um than the uh cinema one um i think just because i felt it was a little more musical mm-hmm. more like music i don't i don't know yeah it's the wrong term but then then the, the first one but they're both good. Um, I'm very. I should have while we were listening to this. I should have looked up that the video of that sequence because now I'm so so curious. <sighs> anyway, anyway, well, I guess it's a uh, it's time to wrap this up. We're on to the last song of the night, and it's uh, far and away my favorite piece of music uh, out of this game. In fact, this song comes into my, pops into my head so often. Uh, I haven't played the NES version of Tetris 2 in such a long time, it wouldn't even matter. This song is just one of those songs that just comes into my head and is always pleasant when it does. Uh, so it's it's been on my regular rotation of video game music for, for a long, long time, and it's it's a very calming song. It's a very good concentration song. Uh, it's It's got just the right amount of fun. I, I think it's far and away the most well-written piece of music on this soundtrack, and I just love it to death. So, uh, for our last song of the evening, let's enjoy Music A from Tetris 2. Here you go.
Well, darn if that just isn't one of the most pleasant pieces of music. <laughs> it this song reminds me of all the afternoons I spent playing this game. It's it's such good uh, puzzle game music, you know, because it's got just enough just enough moving parts to really keep it interesting uh, while you just sit and figure this stuff out. Uh, even in the later levels when you're taking a considerably long time to finish these crammed stages, it just it just works. It's got a really cool um, drum beat. I love the whole uh, double snare hit thing that they got going on there. Uh, it gives it a really interesting cadence. I... I love how it starts off with the little the little extra bit going on in the back, the secondary, uh, and then it stops, and all the notes immediately it stops to take that channel to harmonize with the the main melody, and then everything sounds so much more staccato because it's missing that that bit in the background. Um, it's it's I just think it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I think um, I think of everything we heard. This is probably definitely top two, if not top one. Um, it's definitely more exciting than I think some of the other stuff we've listened to. Um, it's definitely something that I feel would help me like zone in on what I'm doing as far as like, uh, puzzling, uh, is concerned. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really good track. I'm, you know, the ones that I did make, um, comments about having kind of that um, a common thread from the other Tetris, uh, from the first Tetris. Um, this is one that doesn't, like, it doesn't, nothing jumps out at me, screams Tetris about this particular track, but, um, it's, it's definitely a good one for puzzling, and I, uh, it, I, I gotta say, it makes me kind of curious to play this game. Like, I, you know, I said at the jump, like, I definitely don't like Dr. Mario, and I don't know that I'd, I'd like a Tetris kind of based Dr. Mario, but I don't know. Maybe it's something about the soundtrack that makes me think like, ah, give it a try. Uh, you know, if it's not miles out of your way, give it a try. But I find that the best use of this game's mechanics came from the Super Nintendo version's puzzle mode, where it's, mm-hmm. you have, um, they have a set amount of blocks, and then you have, like, five pre-chosen pieces and you have to figure out how to place them in order to clear the screen so it's like it's not like where it's all randomized like you're playing the single player game it's like no there is a solution to this using these like three pieces to clear the board and then you just have to figure out how to do it and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the coolest uses of this game's mechanic but it, it, it is it is not a masterpiece but it is really an, it is really an interesting puzzle game of just kind of well, what what would happen if we actually tried to combine Tetris and Dr. Mario? Because, you know, there was that one Tetris and Dr. Mario game, but it was just Tetris and Dr. Mario, not the two of them actually trying to merge. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what this really is, is turning Tetris into a, a matching puzzle, and I just find it fascinating. It's it's not something I go back to a ton, but it is well worth it, well worth checking out if you've got the option. Yeah. All right. And I guess that's really it. That's all I got. You? I have nothing to add, unfortunately. Well, they, yeah, like, like I said, there wasn't going to be a whole lot to talk about. It's just it's just good good puzzle game music. And uh, not the most complex, but it doesn't have to be. It really nails no. what it's going for. And I think the soundtrack is one of this game's strongest points. But if you've never played Tetris 2 before, play the Super Nintendo version. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> the visual aesthetic is so different in, in Tetris 2 for Super Nintendo. It's based on, like, the inside of a house, like a really cartoony house. And all the cinematics are these, like, extremely goofy, uh, like, physical joke, phys- physical gag joke videos. Uh, it's it's so weird, but in a completely different way than this one. Got some really memorable sound effects in that, too. I can't wait to do a Super Nintendo Tetris 2 episode in the future, which you know, it's on the list, so we'll get there someday but, anyway <laughs> that's our show join us next time when Matt and I will bring you our annual a- annual yep. our, <laughs> our annual winter special it's another playlist of music that gets us into the spirit of the season and I'd tell you more about it, but I have absolutely no idea 
what I'm going to pick yet. Me either. Yeah, just not a, not a clue, but we'll figure nope. it out. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you whenever we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. And we also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. And for the record, I am still uploading stuff to our uh, Waveback Overplay channel. Just a couple of days ago, I tossed up some really interesting tracks, uh, particularly from Mario Kart. Uh, this Mario Kart Overplay is going very well. I'm <laughs> really having fun with it. So, yeah, that's in the show notes as well. Uh, tonight, we're going to leave you with the high score tune. Uh, this game doesn't really have... I've never beaten it, I don't think. I don't think I've ever actually gone through and done all of the single-player mode, but uh, based on the little bit of research I did on YouTube, this doesn't really have ending music. Um, it's just more of that cinematic music. Uh, so I figured the high score tune is where we'd leave things off. It's a, it's a nice song, so enjoy it, and we'll see you next time. Have a good night.